Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. You can talk first. Okay. Go on, you talk first. Hey, guess what? What? Happy Good Friday. Great Friday. I'd say at best average Friday. Well, okay, great Friday if you are nature taking back control. If, right. You know what I mean? If you're a wild goat in Slandidno or whatever the animal was that took over Slandidno, great yeah. Easter for those guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Things are going well for Mother Nature. Oh, I've got a yawn. Oh, it's a lovely crib yawn. I do enjoy a crib yawn on this podcast. One of my favourite moments of the podcast is when crib yawn. Yeah, it's it's become too much of a trend, I'd say, but never mind. Yeah, it's in the trailer, so people tuning in, that's what they're after. People tune in wanting a yawn, and people will get a bloody yawn. What is, do you think, right now, Dave, and uh, and this is a hard question to ask when you're coming off the back of a big yawn, what is the best animal to be right now in the in the wake of corona? I mean, is it a bat? Because you're like, ha, serves you right for fucking me, or... No, it's probably some, some sort of uh, a, a lovely water-based animal, because all the uh, water's okay. nice and clean now. Like, like a whale. Like a whale. A whale. fishy. Any sort of little fishy, or yeah. a crab. Yeah. Or anything on the beach, like... Is it a crab? Because loads of kids aren't just picking up the crabs, or you know, yeah. the, the the trying to fish them out of little rock pools on the beach. Basically, any any animal that is sort of toyed with for fun. So, so that is bulls and crabs. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's a great time for bulls and crabs. Terrible time for the human race. Although not terrible, Dave, because off the back of Corona, people get this daily delightful explosion of wit and warmth and erudite yawning yeah i think if you just said to the human race here's the deal on the table Mm -hmm. you won't be able to leave your house for six months but you will get two idiots talking and yawning at you in your ears on a daily basis for 30 to 35 minutes yeah they would have taken it yeah well what's that what's that capitalism's on its knees and it's going to be the greatest financial depression in modern history oh but hang on dave and tom are wondering which animal it's best to be right now no one i want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hard to argue isn't it hard to argue hard have you last 24 hours been please oh amongst the best uh all right yeah pretty good um did about nine podcasts yesterday so that was fun did you i mean you did nine podcasts oh I, so I, did, I did i did one i did i did well i did my magic radio in the morning and then i did um what's it called uh, ollie man's got one hasn't he the lovely ollie man we should get him on this actually yes absolutely you'll jump on this um he's great ollie man did that's what we need just what the podcast land needs more white men um he did. He does a podcast called The Modern Man, and me and him and Stuart Goldsmith do a sort of catch up on parenting because we've all got kids who are the same age. But the problem is, their four year olds are their eldest kids, whereas my four year old is my youngest, and I've got a seven year old as well. So I've got the pre existing condition of the seven year old, which means my life right now is substantially easier because the seven year old and the four year old are playing together. The seven year old is currently teaching the four year old how to write, which is 
delightful. So that's literally he's educating my other child. Whereas with right. them, they've got loads of younger kids, uh, like 18 month old and things like that. Oh, fuck that shit. That is a nightmare when you have the freedom of planet Earth. When you're in lockdown, that's beyond prison. Yeah, it does sound dreadful. Yeah, so that basically my, my podcast yesterday was me kind of going, oof, for an hour and a half. <laughs> it's pretty good. I woke up this morning to a Facebook post from Stuart Goldsmith. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been uh, getting these sent around, all the emoji quizzes that have been knocking about. Have you you seen know what those these? emoji quizzes can do, actually? Do you know what they can do? It's quite interesting. Yeah. They can go and fuck themselves. <laughs> uh, I really I, I really enjoy them, Tom. Nope. I won't lie. No. Nope. really enjoy I, them. That is, they are the, you know, we've stopped polluting Venice, but can we stop taking dumps in my WhatsApp stream? Because it's driving me to distraction. <laughs> can I talk you through the ones that I've done recently that have riled me? Yeah, go ahead. And you've got actually some sort of answering to do for one of these. Actually. Oh, good. Not, not directly, <laughs> right. but indirectly, and I'd appreciate some feedback or some sort of yeah. uh, official response from the company. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the first one, which isn't this, is the Tube Station one, from which turns out it's from 2015, which has been going around. Have you seen this one? Nope. So the Tube Station one is a tricky one because it's been very fun and everyone had a, a lovely time, but it's thrown up one of the rare things where it's impossible to find the answer to the one you can't get on the internet. Mm-hmm. And that is because I'm 90% sure it's a massive troll. Oh, clever. So someone's yes. done an emoji quiz where 14 of the 15 oh. or however many there are <laughs> yeah. are very are gettable and you go, yeah, great, lovely, lovely. Oh my god! Can you imagine if they did that in like a maths GCSE? Just all the uh, the the sort of teenage meltdowns that you get—that would be cruel. God, give me an example, and I'll try and do one. I'll try and do it. Come. Okay, uh, emoji uh, of a shower head with some water coming out of it and a toilet. Uh, Waterloo. Right. Thank exactly. Absolutely Thank fine. Thanks for saying a black the word square. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is hard to describe, isn't it? A black square and a frying pan. Again, uh, I think that is King's Cross. These are easy. Yes, Go on, exactly, really good. An elephant, and then a picture of a castle. <laughs> That's definitely London Bridge. My God, these are simple. Anyway, there's some. There's some that are less simple than others. Um, but then number twelve yeah. is a clock, a bus, and the Canadian flag. And if you Google oh. this emoji quiz, or you Google that sort of combination of things all you get from 2015 is a series of articles in pretty much every national paper broadsheets included yeah saying can you solve this fucking riddle because <laughs> nobody in the world seems to be able to so i'm pretty sure that the person that devised, devised this emoji quiz has just put one in because unless because it's it's a clock it's not canada water clock. then it can't be canada water well then. no there's a so number 11 canada water canadian flag and a shower head easy that's definitely canada water yeah and we know that there are no not another there's not another tube station with the word canada is there what's on the canadian flag that's a mate isn't it a maple leaf a maple leaf yeah there's right. a bus and the clock's showing four o'clock tom so anyway so that that's number annoyance one mm-hmm. then i discovered one from a little company that you might know called magic radio oh they've been doing a take that one no, not interested in that, actually, Tom. This is more my niche. Go on. Um, Musicals. Yes, Magic at the Musicals, oh. the very excellent new radio station, which I have been enjoying. Yes. Um, but, uh, and I have nothing to do with, because they've not given me a show yet. Not yet. Uh, working on it, so mate. I'm not, I'm not plugging on. it. Yeah. Uh, they've done, can you guess the musical theatre songs from the emojis? Yeah. Uh, and actually, a very good quiz. I was very, I was very pleased with some of these ones. Uh, like, um, Four Leaf Clover, Bumblebee, and A Woman. So that's um, 
What am I? Evita. I don't know, Dev. I don't know enough musicals. What does a four-leaf clover bring you? Luck. A oh. bumble. B. And then what's another word for a woman? Luck be a lady tonight. There you go. So it's songs. Okay, all right. Songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. From oh, okay. Guys and Dolls, that yeah. one, for example. Is that from Guys and Dolls, Luck be a lady tonight? Yeah. I literally did not know that information. I had this the other day where uh, <laughs> I was sitting on the patio with um, Cornelius, and Cornelius has a very eclectic music taste, I'd say. Mm. And he said, and he, he banged on, yeah, you'll never walk alone. Mm. And it... He lost his little mind when I told him it was from a musical originally. It's Jerry and the Pacemakers. It's originally from the musical Carousel, Tom. As a Liverpool fan, Dave, as someone who has as someone who has stood in the cop with my son, with our scarves held high, screaming, Walk on, walk on. I didn't know I was doing a fucking show tune. Rogers and Hammerstein, mate. You're absolutely popping a finger up my bum and wiggling it. No way. From 1945. 18 years before Jerry and the Pacemakers got the little hands on it. Is that how they sang it in the musical? Yeah, very. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the reason that Liverpool adopted it is because actually the original, I don't know if you've seen Carousel, of course. but it's just two hours hmm. of 100 men singing out of tune. <laughs> Did they also write the uh, really brilliant number, we're going to win the league, we're going to win the league. Did they write that one as well, is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are not racist, we only hate Manx, we only hate Manx, we only hate Manx. Wow. Fuck. Anyway, so sorry, Thanks, back, Dave. before we bring our guest out today, back just to this emoji quiz, which yeah. has got lots of good, I'm, I'm fairly pleased on the whole, but number three is a policeman... Policeman, a yeah. police car and a woman dancing. And now Magic have since tweeted it. And I retweeted this and asked people, and a lot of people got in touch to say the same answer, which turns out is the correct answer. Right. And I'm just angry about it okay, because mate. the answer was cell block tango. Cell block tango. Why? So there's a woman dancing as the tango, but yeah, then but they've, they've illustrated cell car? block by a policeman and a police car. Okay. So do you want... Do you want an official sort of apology from Matt and Magic? Seeing as I was presenting Magic Breakfast only this morning, I can do that for you if you like. An official. Do you want an official response from Magic? Would you admit that it doesn't work, please? Would the representative of Magic please admit that doesn't work? On behalf of Magic and the Bauer Company at large, what we'd like to say to you, Dave, is here's ABBA. Does that help? <laughs> yes, that's, it. that's all, the, all, the only apology I wanted, but I am listening to Magic at the Musical, so could it be wicked, please? Okay. <laughs> Mine is wicked. Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, uh, should we wheel out our first guest? Uh, by the way, Dave, I noted just then uh, that you said... Stop we, saying first no. guest like we're, oh, yeah. bloody, we're not. We've, our first we've, we've retired Parkinson. Um, yeah. No, but I liked it because you said bring out. And they, those were the very words I said the other day, and you mocked me for saying bring out and said it's not oh, like no, it's Parkinson. Now you're using it as well. So, Parkinson music, please, Dave. Over to you <laughs> for that. Thank you. Here we go. Um, that's what you're getting. Oh, Dave. Um, please welcome to the stage, all the way from over there, it's Julia Rayside again. Hey. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I'm clapping myself. Yeah, quite right. <laughs> I needed applause there. Do you feel like you're on Parkinson now, Julia? Is this a, how, What's the sort of experience like? I really do. Actually, I've, I've in an unnamed way, I was an anecdote on Parkinson once. Oh, what? M-G. <laughs> Talk now. What? So, so someone I may have had a, you know, 
encounter with in my 20s oh, was yeah. a guest on Parkinson and they asked him how his love life was and he said it's just a series of embarrassing drunken flings I was like oh I was one of those <laughs> <laughs> oh no you've got to now tell us who it was no I absolutely can't oh no, no you well I mean the rest of the chat with you Julia is me and Dave going go on go on can you tell us if we promise to bleep it out yeah we'll bleep it out <laughs> you're so not gonna bleep no we will it out. we bleeped one out yesterday <laughs> oh it was it was probably it was George Clooney <laughs> <laughs> why why don't you believe me <laughs> <laughs> julia i'm trying to do the maths yeah. it's a tricky one isn't maths. it so julia in her so okay so who was famous in the <laughs> 80s um, <laughs> you cheeky shit <laughs> so that must be i'm only 56 <laughs> <laughs> um wow. anyways well sorry we, we, we shan't we shan't we shouldn't start this by completely ribbing you julia but um i know right uh, i'll tell you welcome, after <laughs> welcome to cabin yes please do welcome to cabin fever um how's your last it's been probably a week or so since you've been on how's lockdown what's been going on it's been okay. I'm sort of. I've always been very good at existing in the um, in the virtual world, anyway. So I've just been. I've been living my life online. I haven't seen my kid for like, I don't know, a good sort of ten days now. I think he's somewhere in the house. But I've just <laughs> right. um, just been looking at screens really, oh, and um, so you know, talking talking to people online. It's been lovely. Oh, so nice. Yeah. isn't it? I did do some gardening, but other than that, internet. Yeah, you did. You went on. You did gardening on Minecraft. That's what you really mean. That yes, exactly. What is what sort of stuff is your son doing then? Do you even know? Is he into Minecraft? What's his What's his game of choice? I think it depends on who, uh, which friend he's playing with. It's, it, it genuinely is really nice that he still gets to talk to his friends yeah. because he has one of those like uh, headsets with the microphone. So he, when he's playing games, he is at least socialising with people. Yeah. I feel really sorry for him because he just really misses his mates. So he, yeah, he does a bit of Minecraft, bit of Fortnite, bit of Overwatch. He he sometimes YouTube's like he streams his game playing and does a voiceover. It's amazing. Oh wow! He's, he's way more techie than either of us. My yeah, kids are really into it. watching that element of things because my kids don't necessarily play so much. But they started watching on kids YouTube. You can watch people playing computer games and doing a sort of. Uh, yeah, this is me just torturing the uh, main castle now. Obviously, got to watch out for those guys around the side. Lots and those the... people mumbling over video games are multi-millionaires. Yes, yes. So fully, rich. Fully aware of that. Yeah, mm. Dave. That's the sideline, mate, right there. Yeah, I know. No, I just oh. You could mumble over computer games. I know, but we're just not cool enough. People wouldn't watch us. This is the problem. I, fa- yeah. I, fa- I can you consistently see people with your effectively your exact skill set, but they're millionaires. When you say skill sets, you mean ability to talk. Yeah, just just waffle right. crap. Yeah. But here we are, not millionaires, crucially, and these How? often teenagers are millionaires, and it's very frustrating, Julia. And I is. can't quite put my finger on what we've done wrong or how we might go go about doing it differently. Just born at the wrong time, I think, Dave. I think that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's literally the only thing stopping you. <laughs> By the way, did you all enjoy my wife coming into this, uh, this, my studio then? Did you hear that in the background? Oh, no, I didn't hear it. Tell oh, us no. More. Oh, tell that's it, a shame. Yeah, I was not, not, much to, not much point in doing that. I was going to flag <laughs> it up. It could be quite funny. Uh, no, there's a box of um, uh, activities for the kids to do. Well, I, I went on to Baker Ross. This is like this is what people used to do before screens, Julia. Yeah, what, you're, you're a much better parent than yeah, me. I can't. Thank you. you it's know, what us parents in the 1950s are actually doing. Myself. Right <laughs> uh, and uh, there's a website called Baker Ross, and they sell loads of activities and craft for kids. And I bought, I spent, I dropped 70 quid on Baker Ross the other day. Ooh. Get shares in Baker Ross, guys, for things like you can get Rubik's cubes that are blank and you colour them in yourself, stuff like that. <laughs> Um, anyway, I bought them That's there. cheating. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I finished, <laughs> done it. And I, uh, the box is in my room, and my wife is currently looking after the kids downstairs while I do this guff. And um, she just came in and started attacking the box while I was. And I just felt I was slightly, slightly pass ag, but she's. Gone. I was going to say, was it passive aggressive? Because it sounds like it was. Um, we'll find out. Well, the temperature definitely yeah. dropped. 
an Arctic wind following yeah, her out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. after. We'll see what happens <laughs> after. Anyway, sorry. Meanwhile, back at the podcast. Um, Dave, what's next? What should we ask next? <laughs> ask me anything Ooh. apart from the Parkinson thing. Ask me anything. Oh, that's the, I mean, there's only one thing we want to ask you, Julia. So this is just going to be an I've entire... got another story if you want. I've got I've come oh, with my anecdotes like oh. a good Parkinson guest. Come on then. I've yes, got my oh, good. Well, ready. The only difference between this and Parkinson is that uh, we have normally somebody would uh, have sort of talked to you before and, and heard the stories and sort of. Yeah, and you'd have been the, brief, the so you asked me the right questions. Yeah. Jesus. So, okay, well, I'll tell you what, let's just do this off air then. Julia, what, uh, if you're playing the role of our researcher, what questions should we now ask you to hear the next story? In a Good, that's clever. Way? Why don't you ask me if anything uh, interesting slash exciting happened to me on social media this week, for okay, example? Let's do that. I'll tell you what, Tom, I'll be honest. And, yeah. you know, this is, this is again behind the scenes. We yeah. could have probably done that one anyway couldn't we like we're not that good at this this is why we're not millionaires because we didn't even think to ask hey julia anything excited happened to you this week <laughs> dave, dave you do it then so edit point here then over to you cribbles hey julia um yeah i mean no one's editing that are they that's uh, just uh, <laughs> off the top of my head has anything happened to you uh that's been exciting on social media this week oh that is it's so weird that you ask because yes yes it has <laughs> Oh, excellent. Would you like to regale us with the pre-prepared anecdotes? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm only ever here to promote my own podcast. That, I wouldn't come here if I wasn't going to talk about it. So I, now I shall. Yes, of course. Um, so I've been doing a podcast called The Box of Delights. Thanks for asking. And um, it's going wonderful very well. Podcast. And it's about... It's a, it's a wonderful podcast. Uh, everyone says so, but it's about old TV. And um, I've got loads of back episodes that I've been editing. That's been my other occupation sort of while I've been sitting here twiddling my thumbs. And um, so I've been putting a couple out each week. And this week we did a really nice one um, with uh, a guy called Chris Thorpe Tracy. He actually used to be a protest singer called Chris TT. I love Chris TT. He's just the greatest and the nicest man. The nicest man. If you've never heard his music, just jump on the YouTubes. Chris mm. TT, the letters T and T. Have a little Google. He's wonderful. Yeah, Chris T hyphen T. He's yeah. just the most wonderful, wonderful chap. But he came and did some episodes a few months back before we were uh, not allowed to sit in the same room together. And we did a really nice episode about the West Wing and his favourite moment from the West Wing, which is a really small scene uh, in with Toby Ziegler, played by Richard Schiff, um, sort of having a, a dreadful kind of breakup with his wife, his pregnant wife. And uh, well, actually, he asks, oh, yeah. Toby asks his wife to remarry him because they're divorced and she brutally mm. turns him down. Uh. So we did a really nice podcast about that. It went out. Obviously, you know, because I'm, I'm a chancer, I, I, I always tweet when a new episode's out and I added in Richard Schiff. The guy, not only did he listen to the oh podcast, my God. he listened to us talking. He oh. got in touch with both of us. But this is the, the crucial thing. He got in touch and said, that was so kind. Thank you so much. What a, what a lovely podcast. Oh. That's going on all the publicity bump from now on. <laughs> um, he, follow, he then followed Chris TT on Twitter. Hasn't followed me yet. Oh, oh I am really angry about. Do you not know be really funny? Is it let Dave when we let's tweet that he's in this in today's no. episode and see if he follows you and me and not Julia again? That'd be absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's because of your hard right wing opinions on Twitter, Julia. You've got to stop doing those. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I do. I should wow. stop. And, and I did, I was I literally the only person on my street that clapped for Boris. Like where where were you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I did not clap for Boris, just to be very clear about that. I, 
Uh, oh my god, have you seen the tweet that is doing the rounds of the, the darts player clapping for Boris? No. no. So there's this there's this darts player. I don't know what his name is. I think he's a really famous one. And um, unsurprisingly, he's... It's a, not he, Phil the Power Taylor, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's Phil the Power Taylor. It's exactly what no! it is. No! Yeah, it's Phil the Power Taylor. Oh, God. He's the main one. Yeah, yeah, and of course he's a massive... He's the only one I've heard of. Well, yeah, and of course he's a massive Boris fan. So he's done this thing where oh. he stood, he's standing on his doorstep, right? And he goes, right, everyone, show your appreciation. Have a little clap for Boris, right? And um, oh. someone has tweeted, uh, just listen to the audio on this tweet. Don't look at it. Just listen to it, and it changes its meaning completely. Do you want me to play it to you down the microphone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really funny. So, bearing in mind, this is, uh, this is Phil the Power Taylor. He's standing on his doorstep. He's saying, big clap for Boris, right? And uh, basically, it, it, it's rude what it's the, the image that it's trying to conjure up. Have a listen to this. Hang on. Come on, Boris. I haven't got the power. You have. Does that or does that not sound like someone wanking off to Boris Johnson? <laughs> Incredible scene. Oh, oh my god! There we are. Then. I've just found the video as well. It's quite, it's quite weird, isn't it? Yeah. It oh is. dear! I n- I never want to see the video because no. the image in my head is well, it's worse, not better, but it's just it's there now. <laughs> it's the Boris Johnson vinegar strokes video. That's all you oh, need to know. Oh Lord above. <laughs> That is something. Anyway, um, where were we before? This? So, so let's let's just dial back a sec. I don't think Richard Siff's going to say this is a lovely podcast, is he? No, he's not. Um, <laughs> we move very swiftly on from talking about Schiff to talking about <laughs> Phil the Power Taylor wanking over the Prime Minister, which is well, he's not going to follow me now, is he? Jesus, thanks, guys. <laughs> Oh, I really, really, um, yeah, that is wonderful, though, Julie. You must be very happy. I mean, I, I'm by... just thrilled. And the other nice thing that happened on social media this week was um, this happens occasionally. It's happened a couple of times actually. But um, I was uh, retweeted. Have you, have you followed Janie Godley on Twitter? Yes. Brilliant Scottish comedian. Yeah. And she plays out little videos of Nicola Sturgeon's sort of got you know Scottish governmental briefings and and just does her own brilliant voiceover over the top but they make me howl she's one of the funniest things on Twitter at the moment uh, that and Bob Servant Bob Servant reacting to the coronavirus crisis is just amazing who's Bob Servant um, so it's Neil Forsyth created the character it was a in fact it was a BBC two show with Brian Cox playing this a basically burger van guy called Bob Servant. He's just absolutely hilarious. Oh. And if you follow uh, Bob Servant on Twitter, it's one of, it just continuously makes me vomit laughter. <laughs> um, but J- so Janie Godley uh, did a brilliant video this week of Nicola Sturgeon kind of saying that she was looking for, she was doing a briefing very serious, but she was looking for, I can't remember the brand now, but like a L'Oreal Root Touch-Up number 51, if anyone had one. And it was just really making me cry. Watch them. I can't do them justice. They're very, very funny. And um, and I just retweeted saying, this is like better than medicine. <laughs> and then and then someone replied to me and Janie Godley just saying, hey, she'd be great on your podcast. And she just got back to me straight away and went, sure, no oh, problem. She's such a So she's, she's going to do my podcast now. That's exciting as well. Oh, My numbers are hot, babe. <laughs> <laughs> They won't be after we tell the world you've been on a podcast dedicated to listening to wanking noises. <laughs> Cabin FEA3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> 
It's good to practice. <laughs> a podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm going <laughs> to fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. That's not my... Can you not say er in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. I've actually got a um a second hand Richard Schiff story if you'd like it and it relates to um yes, please. Yeah, some someone that we someone that we all know which is who is our producer Steve mm-hmm. um huh. uh, but Steve is obviously a very much silent element of this podcast and I think Tom you'll agree uh, it, it it befits us and it befits the podcast not to let him come on and tell his own story yeah. uh, even though he's literally on the line at the moment so, I would say uh, he's on the line but he's doing what he always does which is domestic chores whenever he produces our podcast he's always busy washing up or like plus a wall or hoovering yeah. I don't know so he's doing that at the moment so we can't possibly have him on because of the sound in the background so we'll have to yeah, get have you or eggs or something a lot yeah. of eggs. also he's quite northern which isn't I, I just don't think would work well here <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be he lives in Manchester for God's sake I mean <laughs> he does live in Manchester but he is Welsh and he's going to be absolutely oh no yeah, yeah. and Dave is oh, northern geez, as well, sorry so mate from, he's from the west coast of Wales and Julia I'm from Manchester so uh, what would you Look, like Dave would you, like to you hide it well and I like that <laughs> <laughs> you know to flatten your vowels when you're around me, sunshine. That's more... <laughs> I've now alienated the North. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Don't worry. They weren't listening. <laughs> the North's a wonderful place. And I also shouldn't refer to Wales as a region. I've, I've very quickly clicked because it's very it's a, much... It's a country in its own right. As is Yorkshire. <laughs> you should not go on Welsh national radio and refer to it as a principality. That is a mistake I made once... <laughs> And once only. Well done, Tom. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. See, biggest trouble I ever got on that station. Considering I pretty much said the words shit, fucking bollocks once live on air and got nothing. And then I right. referred to it as a principality. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, what dear. was the context? I think I just referred to our wonderful principality or something. It was just a bit of okay, flim flam like live of, on air. Yeah. A bit of, bit of classic price flim flam. And, um, you know, bridging the gap between Abba and Phil Collins. And, uh, yeah, I got all sorts of complaints. I got the whole, you know, they wanted me to be taken naked through the streets shouting shame. It was one of them. Wow. Holy wow. Not been back since. Um, so basically, whenever anyone mentions Richard Schiff or I indeed watched The West Wing ever, and I see Richard Schiff slash Toby Ziegler, I now think of Steve and his story. Come on. Because oh. um, it's, it's wonderful and it makes me simultaneously happy and frustrated slash sad 
but also, I feel like I would have done exactly the same thing in this situation. Ooh, so the, 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 the shortish version of the story <clears> is that uh, Richard Schiff came to the place where Steve works, right? He was doing an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve's a big Toby Ziegler fan, like the sort of thing we'd all do. I imagine that same approach where you go, do you know what? I never do this, but it's bloody Toby Ziegler. Yes. You know, like, yeah. I've got He's one go of those. And, yeah, yeah. Go and have a quick chat. Anyway, they end up, they hit it off really well. They had a big chat. Um, Richard Schiff shows a lot of interest in Steve. They, you know, a proper back and forth conversation. Um, Steve works at a radio station. Toby's asking what he does at the radio station, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Richard, Richard. Hmm? Did I say Toby? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So let, no, let's but, call him Toby. It's easier. But Toby was a DJ, wasn't he? At Am I right in thinking that? Um, well, I don't know, but this is very, very much not relevant to the story. All right, sorry, go I'd, on. I'd say Tom. Uh, so, so Richard Schiff asks what he does. Steve uh, used to work uh, on like golf programming and that sort of things. So he mumbled, mumbled something about golf. Richard Schiff comes back. I love golf. Steve says, oh, my God, I love golf too, brackets. Steve does not love golf. He just is trying to impress Richard Schiff. <laughs> anyway, conversation continues, flim flam. Richard Schiff says, do you know what? I've always wanted to play at Royal Wentworth, which is a really nice golf course. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve, brackets, currently 21, has absolutely no contacts at Royal Wentworth, says, oh, yeah, absolutely, I can make that happen. No oh, worries. my God. <laughs> no, no. No, he can't, though. Here's he the, PS, can't. the piece de resistance. Richard Schiff gives t- Steve... His phone number. <laughs> wow. And says, would you like to arrange this? And also, you know, I'm, I'm over here on my own. Would you like to play a round of golf oh with me? God. Oh, my God. Royal hell. Wentworth. <laughs> that is the ma- that is the That is the quickest acceleration from a nice conversation <laughs> to absolute disaster in the space yeah, of 90 but seconds. But also, this is like the equivalent. This, this never happens. This is like you going to watch your favourite band and yeah. the guitarist falling dead and them going, does anyone yeah. know how to play guitar? Yeah. Is, is that proper, like, <laughs> mad nonsense that never happens, isn't it? Oh, my God. This is incredible. I've got so much respect for Steve now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, a madman. Is, it, takes, it takes a dive, Julia, because... Oh. So, so oh, no. Steve says, of course, yeah, I'll play golf. Steve's never played golf. <laughs> Uh, anyway the the problem is steve eventually had to admit the whole thing and got really out of hand in his head absolutely bailed and had to end up texting richard schiff saying unfortunately the golf course uh is having some maintenance work done so it's not available where you're over in the uk i'm really sorry and uh and steve went home and watched west wing and had a pizza (laughs) and a cry (laughs) i imagine a cry Steve. How great is that Schiff story, though? That, so so the, 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 the headline, though, is that Steve, our producer, Tom, yeah. has Richard Schiff's phone number. Oh, right. <laughs> now. Oh, no. What do we do with that? I mean, what do we do with that information? Maybe, you leave him alone, you mean boys. Maybe we just send him a link to uh, this clean feed thing we're using to record the podcast, and he just we just hope he clicks on it on his phone, and suddenly Richard Schiff will pop up. Oh, that would be cool. Oh. Could you do that? Hi, Toby from the West Wing. Can I help you? (laughs) Before I understood the sort of morals of broadcasting, I somehow acquired Alan Fletcher, brackets Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours' phone number when I was at university. Amazing. How on earth? I think it was one of those things where it was sort of doing the rounds a bit, but nobody actually believed whether it was Carl Kennedy's phone number, you know? And it was during the time when he was over with his band, The Waiting Room. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Carl Kennedy's band. He called it The Waiting Room. That's... (laughs) Impressive. You know, because his fictional character's are not because he's a doctor, his <laughs> fictional character's a doctor. Uh, and um, yeah, they were playing, you know, they were playing walkabouts. They weren't playing 
anything of size. So I, I think he was kind of happy <laughs> with the publicity. Anyway, we just thought on Aww. live on my student radio show, we'd just give it a call and see if, in fact, it was Dr. Carl Kennedy's phone number. And spoiler alert, yeah. absolutely was. He picked oh. up live on the radio. No. <laughs> we mildly Amazing. panicked. Mildly panicked and sort of mumbled, oh, we're from the radio, we hear you in Nottingham and sometime soon. Would you like to talk about, <laughs> talk, talk to us about your show? You know, it was very oh like, oh, hello, nice to see you. Oh, he, no. of course, then said the only thing, uh, <laughs> he, he was like, it was so nice and so like stabbed us in the in the heart. He was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And when would you like it to go out? <laughs> and we were like, well, um, funny fact, uh, Alan, uh, it's, it's you're, on the, you're on the end now. Uh, should we have a little chat? And... Absolutely lovely man. We talked to him for fifteen minutes live on the radio. What a what a nice man. So yeah, big Total big fan dude. of uh, Alan Fletcher, Doctor Carl Kennedy. Alan Fletcher's a hero. Who Alan knew? Fletcher brackets not a real doctor brackets. Yeah. Who knew that off the back of a Richard Schiff story we'd all be celebrating Alan Fletcher? That is brilliant, isn't Aww. it? It's just the... <laughs> and it today's lovely? title of the podcast is going to be Toby Ziegler and Doctor Carl Kennedy <laughs> together, together at last. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks for coughing over our sting there, Julia. Enjoy. Sorry, I'll stop, I'll stop now. You <laughs> no, can do it funny. again. Play it no, again. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> we could take. We could have taken it out anyway. I'll do it again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you do before we start every recording. Dave's like, Ehh. I went he to bed. Clears himself out. Went, yeah. Dave's like, oh, I went to bed at four o'clock. I'm a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That had a really horrible dark thought. Is that that's that's the sort of thing that a really dog shit but very prevalent jingle company would do if a radio station was like, "Could you make us some sort of a uh, topical coronary uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. just a nice jaunty tune with a man coughing oh, in the dear. background?" Oh dear oh, no. lord! Um, so the thing we always ask our guests on the show, which I think we asked you last time, is what would you be doing now, twere it not for COVID nineteen? I think I can answer this question. Julia would be in our office telling us the Toby Ziegler story. Yeah, that's true. Rather than on the line telling us the Toby Ziegler she story. She would be at Wentworth on the fourth <laughs> hole by now with Toby Ziegler. That's what don't she you do. make any, don't say anything mucky about holes in Toby I Ziegler. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> no, I wasn't suggesting that. Come on, Boris. No, <laughs> um, no absolutely not. No, I would be. I, no, go on. I can tell you where I'd be. I'll soundtrack it, Julia, uh, topically as well. So we've brought the piano out of class. So you oh, tell nice. the story what okay. you'd be doing. Well, I mean, I, the thing the thing I'm missing the most at the moment is the sea. I would be, oh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be in Washington. I would be by the sea I, because if it's the Easter holidays. Yeah. I would almost certainly be standing on a beach just feeling the sea wind in my hair. Oh, imagine. <laughs> Do you know where I'd be right now? No. Exactly the same. We had a holiday booked Oh no. Cornwall. Oh. For the whole Easter, we were going to be spending time with and our friends. And the weather has been spectacularly good. Exactly. Looking oh. at the sun, looking at those empty Cornish seas, heading out to a distant horizon. Oh, jeez. just going, get get away! Get, no, get out of the seat! No! Oh, what's he got? He's picked something up. Oh, God. The dog's, <laughs> dog's taking a shit in someone's towel. Oh, fuck. Get over there. Oh, God. What's the time? Oh, God, I'm so hot. Oh, God. He's got sunburn. Christ, get him back. Get him back. Oh, God. I've got sun in my eyes. So I'm missing that. Yeah, the soundtrack worked with that story, didn't it? It really did. It did. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. You're so talented. Really. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Um, yeah, so I'd have been in Cornwall. What about you, Dave? What would you have, would you have been doing, twere it not for Corona? What day do we on today? Good Friday. Oh, uh, do you know what? This is. I, I had to. Um, Oh, God, this is the, one of the worst things about Corona for me, actually. Go on. And I'm very sad about it. Okay, go on. Uh, 
I would this morning have woken up riding high. Oh, no. Wearing you've, a badge on my chest. You've cancelled the orgy, haven't you? <laughs> I'd have a badge on my on my, on my shirt, and I'd probably have put it on my, my, my charmers, Tom, because it's a badge I've wanted since I was a child. Oh, yeah. Having performed last night on Blue Peter. <gasps> Shut up. And I'm Are you actually joking? No. You... What? Tell... What? Oh, what? Guys. Absolutely. The saddest. The saddest. I think we can all agree. Universally, the saddest Corona story. No, you're telling you're telling the right person. I never got a Blue Peter badge, and you know, you know, I've got one tattooed on my shoulder. I did not wow. know that. Did you not know that? Yeah, no. No, I got a tattoo when I was about thirty-five. I was like, I, I never got the badge. I've always really wanted one. What would be the best thing to get as a tattoo? It's that the Blue Peter ship. Is an amazing thing to do. To the thing that you always wanted as a teenager, but you never got. Going to get it tattooed. That is, I'm going to get a really beautiful girl tattooed on my shoulder. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like a Jim will fix it badge. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't no, do that. Don't, but no, oh I can God. say that Tony Hart designed my first tattoo. Yeah. Oh, that is great, isn't it? It that is, is pretty a, awesome. Is really but no, good. I've made this about me. What were you going to do on Blue Peter? This is too exciting. I know. It's so sad, isn't it? Um, oh, but so a couple of my friends write kids' books and um, we do all these live shows uh, uh, to sort of do the book promotion and I play the music and we've written some songs and we've done oh. and we yeah we were just gonna we we were gonna do blue peter to promote the book i was gonna play Dave. a little song we're gonna have a little sing and you'd have got the badge i was so excited i'd have got the badge i've got you. don't worry about it i've got a plan i've got a plan yeah. get, get on your piano now you know the blue yeah. peter theme tune don't you, <laughs> yeah. you go, i can't it's too sad tom come on no do it can't you do like <gasps> a really sad blue peter theme tune while you tell us what it would be like do 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 that is Blue Peter, isn't it? No. Are you singing the hornpipe? Yeah, exactly. You're singing the. That is the Blue Peter theme tune. No, Blue Peter's like. Oh yeah, different songs. That one. They're very similar, but yes. Yes. All right, guys. It's Sorry. like it's like trying to sing Star Wars and Superman. Everyone gets yes, yeah, very similar. Yeah. And that was Indiana Jones, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a good quiz round. Let's do a quiz this week on Cabin Fever. Sing the Yay. theme tunes. I do love a theme tune. <laughs> Big fan of a theme tune. Yeah, always. Um, so that there, there you go. The best gig I've ever been to, that obviously wasn't one of your gigs, Dave, was um, <laughs> Rodri Marsden, the journalist, has a band called Dream Themes, and they only play uh, like TV theme tunes from sort of like the seventies and eighties, and it's one of the happiest gigs. Obviously, everything's every number's very short, mm. and they play it with such commitment and kind of determination, and they they go hooray at the end of every single song they play. It's just so nice for me. If you ever get to see dream themes go, they're amazing. That's so great. What, so what give us some of the flavours of the, the theme tunes that they play? So Grandstand, Ski Sunday, oh. um, a, a banging Doctor Who that takes the roof off. Um, they do they do the theme tune to News at 10, which is the shortest one. Um, <laughs> That's so weird to go out and go, good evening, Shepherd's Bush, and just go into the News at 10. Honestly, and they they've really, they have released records as well. Look them up online. There's lots of videos of them because they and they're always like in stupid costumes and stuff. But just, just one of the happiest times of my life is just being a Dream Themes gig. It's it's just delightful. What are they called again? Dream themes. Dream themes. Okay. Yeah, you can hire them for your like wedding and bar mitzvah and so on as well. Cool. Which I would have done if I, if I was getting married now. They would be the wedding band, absolutely no question. In fact, they were one of my friends' wedding bands, and it was just superb. Oh, nice. oh really? That is great. What a yeah. wedding that would be. 
Really, really good. Yeah. Okay, absolutely sold. So yes, thank you. You've talked me out of my blue Peter sadness, guys. We've hey. talked theme tunes from the eighties. You're no longer blue, Peter. So. <laughs> Um, right any other business then before we approach the end of uh, this episode and indeed this week Dave can I just say Julia I'd really like it if you could just take a moment to congratulate me and Dave on managing to make it three weeks of making this podcast Oh yes, no. I well, I congratulate you. Do you want to, do you want it to take a particular form, or shall I just say, well done? Um, t- some sort of badge, to be honest, some sort of tattooed badge. I'm on my going arm to make. I'm going to make you both badges. Great. I will, I will do Ooh, that. So I'll, I'll lick them and then send them to you. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Forget the lockdown. It's time for the lick down. Oh, that's what I, I wanted in place of my blue Peter badge. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> um, so, uh, Julia, as ever, we can uh, we can get you over on uh, the very brilliant Box of Delights podcast, can't we? You can come and come and see. They're only 15 minutes. I have to say this to people because there are too many podcasts, but mine are short, so you have to listen to them because there's no excuse. Mm, Everyone's got the time. Gap in the market there. You've nailed it. Mm, Um, Have a a very happy Easter. Oh, by the way, guys, can I tell you about my virtual Easter egg hunt thing? This is very helpful. Oh, yes. If you've got little ones in your life, and Dave, you could maybe play this game with Cornelius. If you have got um, grandparents or, or family who are not with the little ones, right, you can do virtual Easter egg hunt. So we've planned this with the in laws. I'll let you know how this goes when we're back next week. What we've done so we've spoken to um, my wife's parents they've got they've got three or four of the same easter eggs they've hidden them in their house we're going to do a video call the in-laws the grandparents they go around the house and the kids watch on the screen at our end and when they see an egg they have to shout egg right brilliant and then it, the camera goes in oh yeah you've got an egg and then we pull out in real life where we are the actual egg that they've just spotted the world's best video game you've got identical eggs to the ones that that's yes. very clever there you go so if anyone wants to do a virtual Jeez. easter egg hunt that is there for you this weekend. You are welcome. That's so lovely. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, quick point of business, actually, Tom, before we leave. Yes. This was raised by uh, our uh, producer, Steve. Sure. Um, we This episode's gone out on, on Good Friday. Yep. So we've sort of ignored the bank holiday tradition of taking the day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Easter Monday, how are you feeling about Easter Monday? Are we taking that off or are we having a... Uh, no, 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 I want one? to come in. I, I'm, I want to do it. I want to so do don't it. forget that because of the production schedule of this podcast, that means we will be recording on Easter Sunday. Uh, yeah, I'm aware of that. I mean, that's the perfect time to get away during the virtual Easter egg hunt. You both have to record on Easter Sunday on crosses. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Happy to do that. Happy to do that. Whilst uh, shoveling chocolate into my face. Uh, <laughs> listen, if it's Jesus Rose, we should get out of our beds and do a podcast, Dave. Okay, I'll get out of bed on Easter Sunday and do a podcast. Um, can I also point out on another point of business, and Julia, you'll be interested to know about this, uh, in terms mm. of the tweets regarding the brown note, we have a podcast um, on the back burner, mothballed here at Great Big Owl Towers called The Brown Note which Julia your husband has done an episode of he's not he has not Tom's saying your husband has done an episode of as if it's one of a plethora of episodes yeah. Tom he's, and he's your husband Joel one. have oh, done the only broadcasting on this podcast so far because they got so excited I know what this podcast's about I, and you will never get anyone to I do I couldn't episode. hold him back that's not true we've got two people him and John Holmes so we've got these episodes of wow. The Brown Note the story the Brown Note is of course stories about when you've shit yourself um, and I said to Dave on the podcast yesterday that if if we get if we get two no no if we get 10 tweets then we will play out the podcast at the end of an episode oh, no. dave would you like to know how many tweets we've had in regards to this would i hello to tombo uh, who's tweeted us hi guys why isn't the brown note already a thing clearly it needs to be tombo thank you very much that ladies That's and gentlemen one. is one tweet those are all the tweets we've had so far so <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine more and you will hear about julia's husband joel Taking a shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
And if that's not the Easter message to leave you on over the <laughs> this glorious weekend, I don't know what is. Oh, guys, have an amazing Enjoy weekend. Enjoy your Easter chocolate, yeah. That, yeah uh, <laughs> please. Julia, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Bye. Happy Easter. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. com. 